Nobia, shut up. I don't want to hear your shuffling and your mystery show singing on this bus. You yeah. can shut up too, Smash. <laughs> like, that's right. <laughs> you can shut up too. <laughs> Biatch. <laughs> well, damn. All right, we're taking it too far. I'm sorry. What's up, everybody? Hey. Welcome to Lights, Camera, Cocktails. Cocktails. We are a podcast that drinks fantastic drinks and talks about fantastic movies. And from my eyes, we got two of each. <laughs> well, we got one, one fantastic movie, two fantastic drinks. Oh, yes. What you got going on here? Oh, I thought I was going to do that. I'm sorry. It's, fri- <laughs> it's Friday. I, like I it. am I ready like to it. drink. I, like it. I am ready to fucking drink. So we got a Lights, Camera, Cocktail original here. Burr, burr, burr. Yeah, yes. So if you are ready to drink like I am because it's been a week. Get ready for Nectar of the Titan. Greek mythology, the Titans were greater even than the gods. Nice. I like that. I noticed that you're in your football attire. I am in my room. I didn't even notice it until right now, and you've been here for like four hours. Mm -hmm. I ain't got no football attire, but I'm wearing red. It works. I mean, I don't have a red jersey, but... No, because then you would... what, What team would you be a fan of if that was the case? The Redskins? Is that still a team, or did they make them change it? No, they're still the Redskins. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. 49ers, since they're in 49ers the Super Bowl, are red. Super Bowl this weekend. Even are though, they? Yeah. I guess that means that I know nothing about football. It looks like Sorry, I'm, everybody. Yeah. Well, Talk. you guys in the future already know who won the football game. We do not, because it doesn't happen until Sunday. Don't tell us. Don't you, don't you <laughs> go telling me. I have my blinders on. I'm just, I don't want to hear nothing. The sensory deprivation. Yeah, that's 3,000. 3,000. <laughs> Did you get the sauce? Did you get the sauce? <laughs> okay, so in All the right, nectar so. of Titans. Oh, it smells good. Oh, yes. It's going to be one and a half ounce of peach bourbon. Peach bourbon. Mm-hmm. Got that peach bourbon. Got okay. that gem beam. And then you're going to do half an ounce of grenadine. Gotcha. One and a half ounce of mango lemonade. Yes. Okay. And you're going to top it with champagne. So you're going to mix everything plus minus the champagne into the shaker. Put them in some wine glasses. And then you're going to pop some champagne. All right. To put so in go ahead and pop that champagne. champagne. Right? Don't blow out the audience's eardrums. Yep. Okay. Here we go. Here we go, here we go again. Uh, Take oh, two, baby. Take three. It's a it's, stubborn bitch. It is a stubborn bitch. Oh. Okay, it's coming. <laughs> I can hear it's it coming. Speaking. You ready? Jamal. Ah, ha, ha. Ooh, nice pie. I always like that smoke that comes up afterwards. I want to crime, ladies. Yes. I do. Okay. We good. Hey, baby, you want some uh, champagne in your nectar of the Titans? Just give her a little bit. You know how champagne ruins Well, yeah, her no, I'm putting a lot day. in mine. But I will put a splash in yours. Mighty, mighty. We ain't got there yet. Oh, yeah, by the way, people, we are doing Remember the Titans. If y'all didn't know from the opening song, since when do I tell Zenobia and Ashley to shut up? <laughs> Ooh, all right. Here we go. That smells right, really guys. good. I get the feeling there's a lot of sugar. But yes. cheers, you cheers. guys. 
Oh, that'll play. That's nice. This is my type of drink yeah, right here. Is. Tastes not, like juice. You're not getting up early. <laughs> so says you. Oh we'll see how many of these I have. But yeah, she's probably right. I'm not getting up early. You know what? <laughs> I didn't plan on getting up early. <laughs> ah, shit, I did. Okay, so you guys. Thanks to do. Mm. So welcome to February. Black yes. History Month, everybody. Yes. We got four fantastic movies for you. Okay. Sis, how you doing? I haven't even really talked to you. You know, I'm You walked here. in and I was just like And I was just in like the zone. in my zone. So I understand. Mm -hmm. We ate dinner, we were in the zone, and we're now we're here. I know, we ate an entire meal and I didn't say but two <laughs> words. I was so focused on getting shit done. Yes. So are you guys ready mm. for a little bit of History. What are we learning about today? About Jim Beam. Jim Beam. I like that. You ready? Uh-huh. So the beams, <laughs> <laughs> they came from Germany. Oh, the Germany beams. The Germany beams. It was spelled differently. Oh, you love the German beams. <laughs> it was spelled different until they moved to America where they fucking they... changed it because, you know, Americans can't so say they things. were beams in germany or beams in america both but it was spelled differently in germany in germany they were the beamins <laughs> Willy the beamin <laughs> they be screaming okay so um and so they moved to kentucky of course they did kentucky bourbon there you go and they fucking started living their lives <laughs> Come on, you said you can catch things in midair. I could, but I didn't want to catch that one. That You're was still a, sober. You can do it. That was a, a slap. I'm just letting it free. What is wrong with you? Why are you not catching them flies? My okay. blockers were better. <laughs> Your blockers ain't got nothing to do with you swatting them flies. Swatting them flies. <laughs> okay, so um, mm. Jacob Beeman. Okay. Beam. <laughs> you made me think Beam. of Beeman. <laughs> Jacob Beeman. <laughs> Stupid, sexy Jamie Foxx. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. We ain't talking about him today. Not today, but uh, uh, we will. Probably one of these. Uh, actually, one of them for sure. One of these movies in February is going to have Mr. Fox. Oh, true that. Yep. Okay. So, cause she got her own. I'm sorry. If you don't let me <laughs> talk about <laughs> Jacob Beeman. Jacob Beam. <laughs> so, Jacob <laughs> Beam. <Sister> Beeman. <laughs> Jacob Beam, um, a farmer, he started farming in Kentucky, making bourbon, and he sold his first barrel of his corn bourbon whiskey mm. in 1795. Shit. Right? And it was called Old Jack Beam Beaming. <laughs> she can't get on Beaming. I, I like doing the Beaming. It makes me laugh. Okay, but... It was old Jack Beam. Okay. Old Jack Beam. Okay. Two hundred and twenty-four, twenty something years ago. Yeah, they always years ago. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm just giving you a brief of this family. I didn't even go too too far. Mm. So in my mind is in 2019, 25 years ago. I know you're in the wrong time, Shit. wrong decade. Sorry, everybody. We're in the 20s. Welcome to the Roaring 20s. Okay, so in 1820. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um. His son inherited it, and... What was his name? 
You ready? His name Willie. was David Beam. Okay. And he took over it when he was 18 years old. Shit. And he expanded it and he passed it down well, to his son. People were mature back then. Yeah, he had to grow up. Uh-huh. So people then were adults at like 11. I know. Probably <laughs> they like 16, jobs, like, Pop, when are you going to let me take over? Factory jobs and shit. <laughs> so, I got six kids. When are you going to let me take over? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> I'm 16. So um, he passed it down to his son, David M. Beam. Okay. In 1854. When does Jim take over? So James B. Beam. Almost a beam. James Beam and Beam. James B. Beam. What does the B stand for? I don't know. It was somewhere named. I forgot. Beeman. We're calling him Beeman. Beeman. (laughs) He was running the company before Prohibition and after Prohibition. Nice. So this dude survived. He he survived. So in 1935, it became known as Jim Beam. 1935. Named after him. Dope. And so, if you ever look at a Jim Beam bottle... Show the people the bottle. I'll show you, I'll show you the bottle. That's the wrong <laughs> bottle. I know. I had to get it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm in a goofy mood yeah. right now. If you ever look at the bottle, word. it always says, non-genuine without signature, James B. Beeman. Really? Like that. Non-genuine without signature. Check that out. Get on, Jim. And so yeah, he... ripe and fresh. And I'm not gonna lie, it is fresh. It tastes good. It tastes good. So yeah. It tastes good. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad you caught on with that. <laughs> so that's a little bit of herstory on Jim Beam, aka James D- James Beeman. <laughs> Beam. <laughs> it took a while for her to get through that hair street. I don't know why. I mean, <laughs> that was Jason, shut though. the fuck up and let her finish. <laughs> so. I can't shut up. We're doing a podcast. We're doing a podcast. So it's <laughs> Black History Month. Yes, it is. As you all know. Did February. y'all think that we were going to do romantic comedies in February or something? Fuck that shit. <laughs> All right, what we're doing is Black History Month. Yes. And every year for, I guess, maybe like about eight or nine years, Uh I have texted my roommate, old roommate from San Francisco, and we did this when we lived together too. And on February, every day in February, I would tell her a Black History fun fact. Really? (laughs) Yes. I like that. So I've been with my fun facts for many years now and i try to do them every now that we don't see each other every day i try sure. to do it at least a couple times a week in you February. want to give her a shout out emily what's up she does listen what's happening emily she knows what's up and so i decided i was going to drop us with our first black history fun fact okay does this mean that you're going to give us a black history fun fact every day on instagram Calling you out. No. Insta story. Okay. All right. I will attempt to do as many as possible. I'm going to hold her to it, people. Okay. You could throw something in, too. I could. It's not just black history. It's all of our history. Word. Okay. 
So Black History Month was celebrated is a celebration of Black History in February, as we all know. But it began as Negro Negro History Week. All right, we had a week, which was created in 1926 by Char- Carter G. Woodson. Okay, and he was a noted he was a noted African American historian, scholar, educator, and publisher. Mm-hmm. This guy knew his shit. Okay. And it became known as Black History Month in 1976. So it took a minute for us to get the whole month. We started off with a week. And, then, and for them to change it to Black History Month. Instead of like Negro History ne- Week. Shit. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm just happy they gave us a week in 1926. Mm-hmm. But hey, here we are. And now... I don't even like saying it. It just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. It doesn't mind. sound right. But no. Black History Month does. So after 1976, we got the whole month. Okay. And the month, February, is chosen because it coincides with Frederick Douglass and Abraham Lincoln's birthday. Oh, okay. And so that's why we have it in February. Got you. It's a little bit of Black History for Black History Month. I like that. I'm going to try to throw them out there this We'll month. try and keep those up to date on uh, Instagram for you guys this month. Mm-hmm. Getting it. Okay. <laughs> so. So we already told you guys what movie we're doing, and I'm excited. I'm very excited. Because you picked the Titans. The mighty, mighty Titans. Ooh. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Ooh. Huh. Good. We're going to warm up a little different tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so are you ready for the stats? I thought you were going to sing the motherfucking drinking game. I was like, no. You ready for the stats? (laughs) That doesn't work. I don't like that. Doesn't work. You ready for the stats? So this movie. We're on some Disney movies lately. I was going to mention that. Yeah. We went from like having one like a year and a half ago. To To like, we got like three or four now. This is the third one. Okay. Because we just did the Mighty Ducks. Okay. And now we are doing Remember the Titan. Yes, we are. Okay. So. I got you. This movie dropped September 29th, 2000. I went to the movie theater to go see this. I remember. 2000. Wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize. So I'm, I went to the movies to go see this. So I've, I've loved this movie forever. And when you chose it, chose it I was so excited. <laughs> like I could not. Fuck I just yeah. could not. So um, you ready for the budget? It was $30 million to make this movie. Mm-hmm. And that translated in 2020 money is $44 million. 20 went to Denzel. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if he was pulling down those numbers back then. This may have been the movie that like put him over the edge. When did Training Day come out? After. Long yeah, after. So he, I think that $10 million was probably at least to him. Possibly. Okay, so... It made $136 million. Oh, yeah. Translated in 2020, $203. Shit. That's Three, pretty good. <laughs> were you guessing? Yeah. $203 million. Yeah, he was guessing. For those of you who can't see us, I put up off. 200 and then I put a three out there. My, my brain does that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it made two hundred and 
three million dollars in twenty twenty money. Nice. Yeah, I haven't. I had no idea how much yeah. money it made. So it made a, it made a lot of money off of that measly budget. Well, good for Disney making all that money. Making all that. <laughs> they want all the money. They're all the they're cap- They're the cornering world. the film industry. Oh, they own us, and we don't even know it yet. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you ready for the Rotten Tomatoes? Sure. All right, critics. Seventy-three percent. Bitches. Ninety-three percent. There you go. Zenobia. 93%. It was really good. I love it. It still holds up. Denzel looking bomb. It's youngish, you know? Youngish? <laughs> Younger than now. He had, his fro. he had his fro going in this one. He didn't have his normal fade mm-hmm. uh, that he normally does. Because he had to go back. To yeah, he had to resemble the actual person. He still has his slouch thing that he does when he's listening to people. Mm-hmm. He but. does a lot of... <laughs> You're talking about in front of the bus. Ladies and gentlemen, we got uh, Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin here coming to camp with us this weekend. Let's, Let's give him a round of applause. <laughs> I just want you to know that he claps in everything that he fucking does, no matter what movie it is. Mm-hmm. He claps He claps a lot in this movie, too. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's a sports movie. You got to kind of clap, but yes. He added yes, claps in there. Of course he does. <laughs> He claps it when he can. <laughs> so, yeah. Claps on. <laughs> it's in his contract. He claps on PD's head. How many feet are in a mile? <laughs> uh, 5,280 feet. You pick this ball up, and you, you run, run every, every one, one of them. them. You're killing me, PD. You're, You're killing, killing me, me PD. You're <laughs> killing me. I say that shit to this day. A lot of people say you're killing me, Smalls. I like to say you're killing me, PD, every once in a while. Because he be, he be killing you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so are you ready for the motherfucking drinking game? I'm very curious to see yes, what kind of drinking game you came up with this. Okay. Get some champagne in there. Champagne's my favorite. Mm-hmm. So that's oh, you love this drink. Yeah. I made this one for me. Woo! <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I haven't really like considered what I would want in this particular drinking game. But go ahead. All right. Let me know if... A lot of fruit flies flying around today. Let me know if I'm hitting some good-ass drinking game. Here we go. So you're going to take one simp. One simp. When someone drops the ball. No! Mm-hmm. Right off the bat. Fumble, huh? Don't you fumble. Don't you drop We were just talking about this. What are you doing? Why are you fumbling my My football? football. My blockers are better. Your blockers ain't got nothing to do with you holding the ball. Mm -hmm. Did your blockers fumble the football or did you fumble the football? He fumbled the football. Yes, he did. Okay. So you're going to take one sim when someone says Boone. I'm Coach Boone. Meet you, Coach Boone. Not even Doc or Boone. Boone. Okay. All Not right. Coon. Boom. boom. I'm Herman Boom. I'm a new assistant coach. Yeah. <laughs> all right, y'all all right. listen up. I'm Coach, coach boom. boom. I'll tell you all about how much fun uh, you're going to have this season. Yep. Coach Boom. Protecting them from Big Bad Boom. Oh, Big Bad Boom. <laughs> okay. You monkey-loving Boom. Yes. 
So motherfucker, we ain't talking about them coaches. Well, you gonna take on simp when someone is blatantly racist? That's a lot of simping. Yeah. Well, okay. No, you gonna take on simp when someone says something racist? Okay. Because there's a difference of just being racist and actually saying something uh-huh. racist. So all of you gonna be with them or when he calls them. That's coons. true. Because like when uh. What is his name? Not not Herman. Ryan Gosling's ass. German. Furman. What's, what's Ryan Gosling's character's name in this movie? Alan. One? Alan. When he's running up to the fence and he's saying they want to burn the place down because that colored kid got shot, he's not blatantly being racist. No, he's but just stating But at the same time, when Bertier is walking in the office, he's like, kick them all off. I don't want to play with any of those black animals. He's being blatantly racist. So you a simp. Exactly. Bertil Sam. Mm-hmm. Just to clarify for you guys. Yes. So get ready to get drunk because there's a lot of rules. Or uh, Dean. What the hell is his real name? D- Dean Martin. Dean Martin. Oh, that I That fucker says some shit. He does. And every, like, so get ready when he comes up because everything that comes out of his mouth uh-huh. is racist. Yeah. Anytime <laughs> Dean's He's lucky on screen, I you block know some racist shit going to happen. Yes. Just his fuck, just the way he looks, dude. Yeah, they picked him good. Yeah. <laughs> they picked him good. And I mean the 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 gazes that he gives off. Yeah, they, that's what I'm they saying. They capture some solid racial looks. Yeah. He had to dig down, I hope, to find that. Okay. So, <laughs> so you're going to take one simp when someone sings. I know you want to leave me, but I refuse okay. Let me hear to let you. you. Na, 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 na. <laughs> Even uh, na, 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 Louis Lastic. What? Oh, Elastic sings. I know you wanna leave me, but I. Oh, what's the song that he's singing to Rev? He's like, alright, like, stop, stop. Even singing. yous grow tired and weary, but those who trust in the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like eagles, y'all. Like eagles, y'all. I love Rev. <laughs> I love Rev too. <laughs> yes. Even um, at the end of it all. Um, damn, this shit's already getting to me. <laughs> okay. I'm already feeling pretty good. How Shit. You, how you feeling? My boy Julius eventually sings too. And he's always telling people to stop singing. Yeah. We come yep. before you today and ask you to soften big Julius yes. Campbell heart. <laughs> well, yep. Okay. So you're going to take one simp mm-hmm. when there's a mama joke. Remind me of Bertie's mama. Oh. <laughs> that's a mama joke. Now that's a mama joke. What's mm-hmm. wrong with your back? Oh, I just gave your mama a piggyback and she, and she weighs, weighs twice, twice as much as, much as I, I do. do. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a mama joke. So you are going to... Looking at Jerry Buck. <laughs> Bertier did not get the whole mama joke at first. Oh, hell like, no. He was mad. Mind me of Bertier's mama. mama. <laughs> what? What did you say? Look, you you shouldn't talk like that because it, you, you know, made me you mad. You made me mad. Now I ain't gonna have to be able to take your mom to the prom, prom no more. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Blue, fucked up shit. <laughs> so you gonna finish your drink? Okay. No, you're not. You're I'm gonna... not. <laughs> Just kidding. So you're going to take a simp. Take one more simp. When someone fights. There's a lot of fights. Yeah. fights. Wait, you turn, boy. Who you calling, boy? Cracker? I mean, he's 
he says to wait your turn, but you're the one who should be waiting and because you came behind him. But just because he's black, he has to wait behind you. Blatantly racist. Is that like, a double simp? Because that's a fight and a blatantly racist comment. I want you to take a big gulp on that Big one. old simp right there. You take a drink. A drink. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> You're also going I like to... when Ryan Gosling points it out. He's like, fight! He just opens fight, the door. you guys. And, and then like, Petey grabs his ass and throws him on the bed. It's like he called the fight <laughs> to get everybody in here, and he still gets his ass beat. Guys, come on over. We're fighting. <laughs> I would have stood there for a minute watching before I called anybody. <laughs> See how this plays out. Yeah. It might just solve itself, and I didn't have to Superman versus Big Bad Julius. <laughs> versus... <laughs> Okay, so you're going to take one simp when they win a game. Yes. Okay, and they win. They won a number of them. We have won every single game we have played till now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking seven or eight games. I don't know, but either way. Yeah, they, so, won, they won a shit ton of games. Yeah. So you're going to finish your drink. Finish that drink. When they get on the bus. Okay. Get on the bus. Put your jacket on first. And get on the bus. I like where he's like, who are your folks at? He's like, that's my mom. He's like, hey, Very I, nice. How I, are you? <laughs> Take a look at her. Once nice. you get on that bus, you ain't got no mama no more. You, you got, got your brothers, brothers on the team. team and you, you got, got your daddy. daddy. Now, you know who your daddy is, right? Yeah. Gary, <laughs> if you want to play football on this team, you will answer me when I ask you who is your daddy. Who's yeah. your daddy, Gary? <laughs> I fucking You're just, my daddy. He makes him feel this small. He's got to break him down mm -hmm. before he makes him team captain. He's like, Dean, fix your tassa. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dean can go fuck himself. <laughs> Dean. <laughs> I don't even know what's That's running. not, I don't know what it's Ray, Ray, Ray. What was that, Ray? Dean Martin. Whatever it was, it ain't blocking. Jerry Lewis says, wait. Jerry Lewis tells Jerry jokes. Lewis tells the jokes. Dean, Dean sings, sings the, the song get and gets the, the girl. girl. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're going to finish your drink when a brick comes through the booms window. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. That's a big moment. You tell anybody whoever threw this brick through my window, they can find me. I'll be at home. Welcome to my life, Yost. They used to call me Crazy Joe. Now they call me Batman. Or Brickman. Different man. movie. They used Different black man. Now they call me Brickman. But both black men I love so goddamn much. And they were in glory together. They were in glory together. They haven't done too many movies together. I think Ashley just fell. <laughs> Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Are we done finishing our drinks? I mean, do you want it? No. Okay. Then yeah, I guess we're finished. That's everything? No, you're gonna finish your drink. <laughs> what you fucking when with Bird Tear <laughs> gets in his car crash. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You got anything there? Yes. I got some bubbles coming up. Go ahead. <laughs> uh. I'm going to say a couple of different things. One, you're going to take a simp anytime that the quarterback gets sacked. That includes Rev. Mm -hmm. That includes Sunshine. 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 And any quarterback on the opposing team. 
Quarterback gets sacked. Okay. You take a simp. Okay. Also, uh, what was the first finisher drink? You get on the bus. Um, get on the bus. I'm going to, if you're feeling ballsy, I'm going to throw one more Ooh, uh, finisher Philly's, drink in there. Fill these footballsies. These things are good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to finish a drink when Sunshine takes over as quarterback. I'm sure you've seen a football injury before, you wimps. Let's go. Show some life in those legs. I got it. It's going to be all right. Okay. That's a very pivotal moment in the movie. I like it like yeah. that. All right. My mother and my father. I know. Died in the, the whole... same month, Ronnie. The same, same month. Same month. I was the youngest. I had 12 brothers and sisters, but they were all looking up to me. Look. Your teammates are looking up to you tonight. Yep. You're the colonel. You're going to command your troops. Tell them. Well. Can't make that pitch, coach. Shit. <laughs> Then he takes out I like where he's their like, uh, lead tackler. Yeah. I like where he's like, did you really have 12 siblings? Eight. Yeah. 12, 12 sounds better. better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's the motherfucking drinking game. I just yes, always I- like that play right there, dude. You don't see a quarterback taking out another uh, player very often. So when he throws that ball and then he throws homeboy over his shoulders. And he looks at him like, what, bitch? He looks at him very strange. I'm not going to lie. He doesn't look at him like he's mad-dogging him. He's looking at him, uh, I don't know. What, gay? Not even gay. It's just like (laughs) too cute for on the field. Like, I don't think he knows how to stare somebody down. You know, sometimes that's But at the same time, Petey's right there. He's like, that's a bad white boy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's start, dude. All right. Let's dive into this shit. So, I mean, technically we're already in it. But Remember the Titans was directed by the great, I don't even know how to say his name. Oh, my God. I was waiting for you to say it. I'm going to go with Boaz Yakin. 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 All right. Everybody's yakking around. Everybody's was yakking, fighting. <laughs> so my dude has been a director. He has been a producer. He has been a writer. Uh, he is responsible for uh, his first movie was Fresh. You know Fresh? Prince Samuel Jackson. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, homeboy uh, <laughs> Big Mike, young Big Mike from the wood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's uh, the lead character in that one. Oh, okay, okay. But uh, after he did Fresh is when I think Remember the Titans was his very next movie, if I'm not mistaken. But I'm probably mistaken because, yeah, he did a few things after that now that I realize. Uh, but uh, he, even though he has directed some things like uh, Uptown Girls. I was about to say Uptown Girls. I used to love that fucking movie. Of course you did. Um, Shut up. It came I've never seen it. Oh. I can't can't speak on it. I don't know. It was in high school. It was fucking cute. Whatever. Well, he directed recently that um, German Shepherd movie, Max. Did you watch that one? No, but... I think it was also uh, produced by Disney. Okay. It was a very heartfelt movie about a Marine who had a German shepherd that he trained mm-hmm. since he was a pup, taught him everything to be a military dog. So yeah, yeah, in, I remember the trailer for that. Uh, 
I believe he was in Afghanistan. And he comes back and he has this dog and the dog yeah, helps because him his and trainer he helps dies. the dog. It's like the his best trainer thing. dies and he is sent back to the family and uh, his trainer's younger brother takes uh, ownership of him. Otherwise, they were going to like put him down or something like that. Well, so he was director of that. Uh, Fresh and, came out in 1994. Uh-huh. And he does Now You See Me, one and two. Well, he was the writer. Oh, he was the writer He's for those? He was the writer on Now You See Me. I like those movies, I like them, too. They're good. Those are fun movies. Mm-hmm. I think the sequel might be better than the first one. I like the sequel, too. <laughs> I didn't want to bring it up because I really like the scene where they all throw the... <laughs> yes, I like part two better. And now I just you wanted have me, to throw that out there to see me, what you said. You're having me on this weird like, journey to realization that maybe there is a thing to me in part twos and sequels. Maybe. I love sequels if they're good. Well, so he wrote uh, Dirty Dancing, Havana, Havana Nights. Nice. Yep. Yes, he did. Havana Unana. So that's kind of cool. So he has steered his career away from directing to a certain degree. I think he enjoys writing more. Or maybe he feels like he has more control over that versus directing. I don't know. You know, sometimes you don't have a lot of experience, not in like what you do, but just in life where uh-huh. you just haven't experienced a lot of things. Okay. I feel like he's better at taking his experience or lack of experience and doing it better into writing. Mm-hmm. And than, then letting somebody else do the cinematic aspect. Then having him do the center. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't seen Uptown Girls. Uh, but I, like that. I mean, but as I far as remember, the Titans time. is he did a fucking, fucking, fucking fantastic. Well, um, he was hired to do this, but when the producers found out that he had no knowledge about fucking football in any sense of the word, Ooh. they sent his ass to like a football camp for two weeks. Okay. So that this fool can get his mind around what he signed up for. Two weeks is not enough. It's not. But I mean, I wouldn't do a movie. Of a sport that I didn't know. That you didn't understand in depth. And if I did, I would just submerge myself in it to the point where I'm you like, You need okay, at least I a year. Well, I mean, I won't say all that. I would say that, like, if you give me enough ways for me to especially figure out every position and, like, how it's played. Okay, mm-hmm. it's like this. It's like that. You know, there's different teams or special teams. Like, mm-hmm. you, you get the get what it is. Mm-hmm. Then I could go from there of you filming it because you could have an eye for boxing and filming boxing or filming basketball or filming baseball or whatever and not really know the sport that well. But I feel like when you do know the sport better or you know the positions better, Mm -hmm. you know where to put the camera because you know who I need to look for. Absolutely. Okay. These people need to be in there, not because the story says it, but because their position says it. So I think that you're right. And I think that uh, Disney knew that. And that's why they paired him with Mr. Philippe Rousselot. 
I don't even know if I'm pronouncing his name correctly, but I that is our director of photography. Okay, see? Uh, so before I talk about him, I will say that Boaz has two projects that he's developing right now, and he's writing them. Mm. And one is called Outlaws. Okay. The other one is called The Harder They Fall, which I find more interesting because that's kind of a fighting term. You know, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. Okay. And starring in that one is Mr. Idris Elba. Sold. Easy. <laughs> Sold. Where's my ticket? Okay. So uh, I think that they put Philippe in this project to help him capture this movie. And I got to say, the cinematography in this movie is absolutely fantastic it is as good as you can hope for in a movie Mm. and there's a lot of different types of shots in this like not only does he capture the football aspect the um sequences of playing football and the hits and the tackles and the running and all that stuff he captures it very very well but also he captures the moments very, very well also. Like when Herman Boone is standing in front of the cemetery at Gettysburg and he's giving his speech and you've got all that fog coming up and you've got all yeah. these boys uh, behind him listening and it's like Panting early, early morning. The sun is barely coming up and everything is just, there's a huge hue over everything. Also, when Bertier finally kicks Ray off the team, cinematically... That scene is shot very, very well. You notice that their faces are cut in half by shadows. And sure. you don't see Bertier's eyes. You only see Ray's eyes. Because you can see his Not lion that, eyes. They color graded that differently. It's a darker blue color that is not the look of the rest of the film. Don't get me wrong. Everything is brought down. So the... Um, this is kind of a color grading technical thing, but the blacks of the film are brought way, way down and the contrast is increased so that the colors separate better and you can distinguish between one color and another. Yeah. So there's a lot of that, but that particular scene is very blue and very cold. Not only that, for those in the film industry, it is very difficult to film a let's say pasty white girl standing next to a black man especially in the daylight so when Bertier is introducing his girlfriend to Julius that's a hell of a scene to shoot in the outside because she's so light and pasty yes she and is he's not the darkest brother i've ever seen but, but he's pretty dark he makes it- he Wesley Snipes all <laughs> up in fucking this town. Darkest brother there. Only experienced cinematographers can shoot that to where you can see both of them. Yeah, it was nice. And you can Nicely see uh, the um, expression in their eyes, you might say. Because if you favor Julius, then all of a sudden the white girl is washed out. She's going to blend in with the street because it's just way too bright Mm -hmm. you favor the white girl you're going to be able to see julius cinematography 101 oof and zenobia's on her second drink no i just put mango juice in there and champagne that was earlier yeah (laughs) 
But yeah. that's, I guess that's my tech corner for this one. I, Mr. Philippe Rousselot is a Oscar award winning as well as Oscar nominated multiple times cinematographer. What do you win for? He won for A River Runs Through It with Brad okay. Pitt. You ever see that one? Yep. Damn good movie. Breaks okay. my heart. He's also shot Interview with the Vampire. Love it. Uh-huh. He has shot Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, one and two. He worked with Ryan Gosling recently again on The Nice Guys. <laughs> I like that one. Mm-hmm. And he also worked with Denzel again on The Great Debaters. The Great Debaters. Mm-hmm. Just to name Such a few. Such a good fucking movie. Just to name a few. We should have did that for fucking... We're trying to keep this Black History Month um, with movies that are based in truth this year. Last mm. year, we kind of just did some fun movies. But this year, all of our movies are based with some sort of real... Yeah, with some real history that we can dive into to a certain degree. Yeah. Because it's black history. You want to talk about that a little bit? About what? About the history of uh, this movie and where it's uh, based out of. It is based off of the team called the Titans that went to T.C. Williams High School in Virginia. And it had it. This is Virginia. We play triple A. Yeah, yeah, like, I don't know how to fucking do this shit. To They're learn. Just, just from the best. <laughs> I love that scene. Especially uh, when Homeboy tells him maybe you just uh, better reschedule. And you can see Denzel wants to squeeze the life out of the ball, but he's like, You know what? I'm you just going gonna to put this ball down. You know, I come in on... I always come it's on time. Time arranged for me to meet with Coach Yost. And I don't miss... I never no miss an appointment. Appointment. <laughs> it's true. So, yeah, this movie is based off of T.C. Williams High School in Virginia, Virginia mm-hmm. who had a football team in 1971 during the time. Um, from what I read, that the segregation had happened a little bit prior to this season. Okay. So it wasn't like how in the movie when they come back from camp, it's like a shit store. Yeah, it, it never more, does. Yeah, it no, wasn't. It never does work out that way. Disney... Probably flip the script a little bit to make it more cinematic. So this team, the 1971 team, did have a season of 13-0. and 0, God damn. With nine shutout games. Motherfuckers, dude. Including the final game. So in this movie, they make it seem like... They barely won. They barely won, but it was another shutout game. They just... Took everything. I'm curious why they said that they were the second best team in the nation. Is it just because some other team had a 14 and 0 run or something like that? I don't know. I guess so. No, I say let them play against each other. And then we then national we see. Champ- championships. Then we fucking see. Uh huh. So this movie was supposed to be Virginia, but it's filmed in Georgia. 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 Yes. <laughs> That's where this was filmed. Sure. Yeah. In Atlanta, probably. So, that's a little bit... There's a lot of truth in this movie and a lot of exaggerated truths in this movie. Thank you, Disney. Thank you, Disney. Uh-huh. But, yeah. So, who are we going to talk about? Oh. 
who you want to talk about. I'm going to keep it small because, let's face it, we got an entire football team of actors. Oh, yeah. No, I tried not to. Not to. So I'm just talking about, like, a few of them. Starting with Mr. Earl Poitier. Earl Poitier? Yeah. I saw it at first. I was like, tell me this ain't Sydney's relative, but it's not. Spelled differently, uh, and he's not related. And he's not, and DNA test says that he's not. Also, because you can tell by his uh, monologue. So what? We came together in camp, and y'all think we done won something? Man, we, we ain't won, won nothing, nothing, y'all. Nothing. <laughs> My question to you, brother, is, is it his acting or is it the script? Can I be honest? I'm sorry, Earl. It's the acting. What I think it is, is both. His line sucked no matter how you fucking slice it. Even if you tried really, really hard, it would. even if you were really good. It I don't might, know if he's improvising it would or might be if it decent. is scripted that way. But I'm going to say this. Nothing. I have, <laughs> I have been in situations where I have been given a script. I've taken a script that means absolutely one thing. And I've been forced to create something entirely different about it. I have taken song lyrics and made them make sense in a completely yeah. different scenario. It's not about the words. It's about you. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Shitty writing is shitty writing. But Disney's not going to approve shitty writing to a certain degree. And listening to this speech, there are a hundred different ways that you can do it. He chose the wrong one, yes. But he happened to choose one that isn't the best way to go. And now I, He blew his big moment. That was his big monologue. Maybe he got himself over-psyched. I don't know. But... Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> that part... Who knows how much time he had with this speech? You know Maybe what? they handed it to him 30 minutes before. I don't know. You know what I'm going to do? Huh? I'm going to test myself. I'm going to print out this monologue, and I'm going to practice it. Uh -huh. And then I'm going to try it. And then I'm going to see if it's the writing sucks or if he just sucks. We can do that. We can definitely do that. I can see if there's a way to do this better. I'm just going to do it a bunch of different ways until I find one that I really like. Oh, I'm and sure there's, I'm... A there's a way. I mean, I will say that there's too many pauses, first and foremost. Pauses lose their effectiveness if they're used too often and too close together. As he paused. Mm -hmm. <laughs> As he paused. <laughs> yes, absolutely. But my dude's still working. And look at him. He's fit. Oh, yeah, I've seen him. Lost a whole lot of weight. And you know how much he weighs? Huh? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> oh, that part God. has always and forever bugged me mm -hmm. on my fucking watching this movie. Yeah. What did he say? Coach Boom brought us this far. But he ain't going to be there for us forever, man. So what? We won a few games. And y'all fools think that's something? Man, that ain't nothing, y'all. And you know what else? We ain't nothing either. Nothing. 
Yeah, he just he continues to emphasize and build on top of the nothings. Nothing. Which makes those nothings lose their power. Makes them feel like nothing. Yeah. Nothing becomes actually nothing. nothing. Becomes less and less powerful. <laughs> but either way, Earl looking Poirier good is looking good. Lost a whole lot of weight. He's working his ass off. Uh, and he's continuing to book stuff. He was just recently in uh, that new Baywatch movie a couple years back. Okay. You know, he was uh, in uh, Drumline in 2002. Oh, yeah. You know, he's doing a lot of uh, guest stars and co-stars on TV, like Graceland and Shots Fired and stuff. Pow, pow. All right, cool. So, uh, Earl Poitier, you know. Doing, doing his, his fucking thing. Keep working, man. We appreciate you. And uh, we're kind of just going to leapfrog here because there's so many players on this. We're going to talk about one of my favorite players, Mr. Sunshine. 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 Hey, man, all that rubbing ain't going to make them golden locks go back no faster now, you know that. Sunshine. You cute, hippie-looking guy. <laughs> y'all don't know. Sunshine's from... What y'all looking at old Sunshine for? He's from I'm the one dominating California. the field. He ain't touched the ball all year. Who cares about the field? I want to break your hearts, but Sunshine's from California. I know California dreaming. Dream boat. Dream boat. No, no, no. Y'all don't understand. Sunshine is from California. California. He's California. He's California. He's like, so, I don't want to say anything, but I just like, I need to know. I need Man, to know. You I know what I gotta know. Don't mess my mind. I wouldn't have told him shit either. Like, <laughs> fuck you, dude. I like how he plays that off, though, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, one, he ha- he's the new kid in town from Huntington Beach, California. He's got them long golden locks, like he's like uh, Petey says. Apparently, his Shows hair- up in a stingray with his pops, you know? Apparently, his hair wasn't as long as it is portrayed in the movie. Did they give him extensions or something? I'm talking about in the real oh, sunshine. Okay, okay, gotcha. I didn't dig to see if he is a gay man, but it doesn't fucking matter. Doesn't matter. No, I think uh, I don't think that uh, Sunshine is gay in the movie. I think that he's gonna get in his fucking people's heads. Shit. Yeah, yeah. I think he is. Yeah, I think he has read a lot of books. I think he studies a lot of different disciplines, like when he's doing Tai Chi in the uh, on campus. They made him look super cool, though. Yeah, for sure. I would have been like, oh my god, I need uh, to be Which his is friend. why when he gets in a fight with Bertier, he's able to defend himself very easily. What is going on here? He kissed me, man. The training. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> um... I think he's fucking awesome. I love that he's from Huntington Beach. I love that he's from Huntington Beach. (laughs) Looking like fucking... And that is possibly my favorite uh, sequence of football in the movie. I'm torn between when Sunshine finally takes the field and he takes over as quarterback because him playing quarterback and the shots that they captured in that game are fucking fantastic. But at the same time, when they try and cheat and they uh, buy off the referees and then Yost calls him out and is like, I don't want them to gain another yard. 
You blitz all night! And if they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm gonna take every last one of you out. You make sure they remember forever the night they played the Titans. I love that. That game is also just as powerful. That's probably the... such a great uh, sequence of um, football sequence. To be honest with you, that's probably my best, the best game. That's definitely the most motivating mm -hmm. part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Because you know. even Yotes, 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 just like, he's like, look, I don't care what the fuck, but don't you like jip these boys of their fucking game. And I know what you're doing. Like, I know what you're fucking doing on this. You know what I'm doing? or No, the refs. That's what he's telling the refs. Like, pretty much he's like, I know what you guys are fucking doing around mm -hmm. here. Knock this yeah. shit off. Are you trying to cheat my boys out the cheat? game? You're sitting there cheating. Back you ready off, for coach. another one? Hell yeah. Yeah, you are. Oh, it's okay. good. Lord Jesus. The Lord is good. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm going to get drunk tonight. <laughs> Do you got somewhere to go? If I'm not already. No? Then then you Watching my girlish figure trying to make my own movie over here. That's okay. One day a week ain't going to kill you. You see my Instagrams all the damn time. I do. And you know how I feel? Fuck Jason. <laughs> Always Fat working out. Fat lazy. <laughs> I feel like I don't give a shit. I'm like, dang. I should start working out and then I just go to sleep. <laughs> you wanted to order pizza tonight. I totally did. I've been wanting pizza for like two weeks. Don't get me wrong. Pizza sounded good, but I was trying to stay responsible. I know. Uh, so, Kip Pardue, who plays Sunshine, Sunshine, a.k.a. Ronnie Bass. I like that haircut. Show him what you got. Yeah, Option left. Got. <laughs> uh, he's been working ever since, dude. Yeah, he constantly stays. He's constantly working. My dude has 72 credits, uh, film credits to his name. 72? 72. How old is he? He was born in 1975, so he's about 43, 44 right now. All right. He looks good, too. Yeah, he looks good. Uh, he's not, I don't know if he's a natural blonde, though. So, if you see right here, homeboy has that uh, dark brown hair rather than blonde. But he got that pale skin, so it works. It still looks good. It still looks good. Yeah. Uh, you know what I like? Something that I have to bring up is uh, the last scene in the movie. When they finally win, I don't think it's a mistake that it's Ronnie Bass and Rev running side by side with each other. Uh, there's a number of uh, sequences or storylines where they show the contrast of black and white back and forth, slowly progressing towards the end of the movie. Yeah. There's that contrast between Yost and uh, Boone. And the fact of the matter is, even though they're teaching all these boys to accept each other and that everybody is equal and that... You continue to ignore each other, and it's just going to be the uh, doom of all of us. Yet, they're the ones that are the last ones to learn that lesson. If anything, yeah. Yost more so than Boone. But Boone has his own demons. I feel like he came in feeling like a dick. Like he didn't want, in real life and in the movie, he didn't want to take the job because he did get for taking it 
for the color of his skin. He's like, mm-hmm. literally, I just got passed up for the same exact fucking reason is because they gave it to a white guy instead of me. Uh-huh. Now you're asking me to do the same ass thing to this man. I left North Carolina because I was passed over for a job. Gave it to a white coach. Couldn't even lace up his cleats. And you were asking me to do the same thing to this man. Yeah. I cannot do that. You can't. But then, like, you have to. Kind of have to. Yeah. You and his wife of... comes over. Herman, I, th- I think you better look outside. She's so sweet. Got all the black neighbors there. Uh-huh. Scaring all the white people in the neighborhood. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thinking that there's about to be a riot because they're over here. Yep. Peacefully conjugating. <laughs> so we're going to uh, continue moving on through to Mr. Ethan Souplay. Souplay. Ooh, Souplay. My dude, Louis Elastic. Who in the name of heaven might you be? Louis Elastic, offensive lineman. Naval family just moved here from Bayonne. Someone said football, so I come running. What's going on, everybody? I mm. love this dude. He has played in so many things. So many things. He is... One of my favorite character actors, arguably. He gives life to this character. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he was not as funny as he was portrayed in this movie. In real life, he wasn't. What? Yeah, he wasn't as like funny and lovable as we see in this movie. Oh, I see. In real life, but I mean, he's always playing that. No, I'm talking about the real person. That's what I mean. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I Disney mean, just wanted to, you know, make another sweet. He he was in real life. His character was in real life. The the first white student to go and sit with Oh, I see. The My black fault. I thought I thought you were distinguishing between the actor and his character. Well, his character is lovable and goofy and fun, unlike the real The real person that it's person. based off of was not. Yes. Got you. But he fucking does But that. his character really is the first one to go over and sit with the uh, the black kids. Yeah. Because okay. he was a new kid and what he didn't doing, have no man? fucking friends. Eating lunch. I Why see you, you eating lunch? lunch. Why don't you go sit over there and eat with your people? I don't have any people, Julius. I'm with everybody. Just a light-skinned Is brother. Yes, a light-skinned brother. And I'm a dark-skinned cracker. <laughs> <laughs> well, he does some good-ass fucking work. Uh, loves him. You gotta come into Julius's hot. And open it up. <laughs> Just getting it. Going to church in the fucking cafeteria. <laughs> so what's the first thing that you've seen Ethan on? American History X. Nope. I got you. Well, I don't know. That's pretty close. How are you going to I'm going to go me? with Boy Meets World, yo. Oh, you're right. It's Boy Meets World. Uh-huh. He was the like, bully kid. Well, he was the bully kid. He was the uh, friend big. of Harvey Kiner. Yeah. You're right. That is the first thing that I remember. <laughs> that, yeah. More so, recently, yeah. he plays Billy or Officer Billy on the ranch oh, with okay. Ashton Kutcher. Uh, I know that's your t- your show. That's my show. I already watched the entire new uh, season. Well, there you go. Knocked it out in a weekend because Ashley was out of town. <laughs> See what happens when Smash ain't around. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jason Ben watches the shows that he, he uh, wants, to watch. wants to watch. Yeah, so American Wars, no, American History X. American History X. It's one that I remember him strongly in mm-hmm. because I liked him in Boy Meets World. Mm-hmm. And a lot of, he's not the lovable, sweet, he's a fucking skinhead dude in that one. Yeah, so yeah. He it's a whole different is. ass fucking I, shit. He was also in John Q. I don't remember him in that one, though. He was a hostage. Oh, is that what it was? He's one of the hostages. Okay. Yeah, so they worked together in that one. Okay. Gotcha. Well, uh, my dude has and mall rats. Don't oh, you fucking you know forget mall rats. Huh. Mall rats, of course. But the Wolf of Wall Street. You remember him in that? Yep. Fuck yeah! He takes yep. the wooden baseball bat and just continues mm-hmm. to beat it until it breaks. Uh, let's not forget. What about Earl? Is that what it's called? What about? Is that what Earl? it's called? Yes, it is. Jason Lee. He's he was in that for like uh, fucking forever. Like, yeah, for as many seasons as it went, right? Yeah. Yeah, my he dude was his homie. is a... My name is Earl. That's My what name is Earl. I'm sorry. I've had a few drinks. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure I got it right, because I used to watch that shit. I remember watching that shit. Mm. Karma, yo. He fucking... It does some good He's only 43 shit. years old. He's lost a he's bunch of weight. he's got 90 uh, titles to his uh, credit. He's worked on 21 different TV shows. Was on the Santa Clarita Diet. I was about uh, to say. For some uh, some episodes. Wait. I didn't watch it. I think he's a Nazi on there too, but he's a good dumb Nazi dude. Yeah. Okay. He turns it around a little bit, but. Well, he's a little thinner nowadays. He is. I'm glad. I'm glad he's taking care of himself. He's not small by any means. Well, he's fitter. He's lost the, the front weight, you might say. Yeah. You can so give him a good piggyback for him now. on that. <laughs> Going from Louis Elastic, holy shit. My dude is big. Do like fucking good ass shit. Uh-huh. Sir, yes, sir. I'd like you to tell me something. I'm black, one of your black teammates. Yes, sir. I'm rooming with blue, blue, sir. And, and I noticed that he wears those like, leopard spotted underwears. Bikini style, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, how about somebody that isn't your roommate? Sir, so I, I eat lunch, lunch with Rev. <laughs> People call him Rev because he's always praying and want to buy by nobody, sir. I know you want to leave me, <laughs> but I refuse to let you go. He's like, okay, stop begging now. <laughs> I was figuring that's what you were trying to get to. All right, stop begging. Stop begging me for your sympathy. That makes me laugh so hard. All right, well, Ethan Suple, uh, we love you. You do a great job. You did we a great job. We always enjoy seeing you. We would talk about you again it's like on I another went to, episode. Like, uh, go to college. I'm eligible. He's like, uh, I appreciate I'm, that, son, but, but I'm, I'm already, already married. married. <laughs> I got a C plus average coach. I'm, I'm going, going to, to college. college. <laughs> he was such a great coach because he was like, hey, you know, bring your quizzes by after. You know, we'll go over. Yeah, we'll keep Help it between us. Yeah. He's in the middle of a cafeteria. You know everybody heard that shit. At least the person right next to him. Anyway. Uh-huh. Exactly. Gotta come and whisper it. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, we got two non-lead uh, actors that we're going to talk about. And being that this is Black History Month, we're going to talk about the white girl first. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Hayden Panettiere. I see. My girl, I gotta give her props. 
She's like five years old in this, and she is so fucking good. She's nine and a half. That's right. Okay. That's right. And <laughs> he actually said that. Right. Well, I'm he glad does to say have the approval of a five-year-old. Five I'm nine and a half. Thank you very much. Biatch. Dude, her and uh, Denzel work off each other very, very well. Coach Yost here. We're busy interviewing for head coaching jobs. Got an 11 offers and certainly no time for you. Slamming door. My dad would have whooped my motherfucking ass. He whooped my ass straight up today if I did kicks that. Kicks the superintendent in the shins and then runs off. Dang. That's some privileged shit. Because <laughs> I could never do that. Especially at that She's age. A anybody. She's a little brat. She is. But she does a hell of a job. Mm-hmm. Like even at the end before like the last play. And she's sitting there, and she's got her eyes covered. She's like, I can't watch. I can't watch. I can't watch. Cheryl. Nope, not now. (laughs) Not now. Not now. (laughs) Tripping. You could tell that she was destined to continue her acting career. Yeah. She was too good at nine and a half years old to not continue to act. I relate to that character because that's how I was when I was her age. Uh Uh-huh. My brothers were older, and my dad coached their track team along with mine, especially once I got to high school. Um, But he coached our teams, and so, like, we, I would be there at high school with these high school kids, running track with these high school kids, and learning how to do stuff with these high school kids, and being very into you know, the track meets and, and screaming and going for yeah. them and be like, oh, what are you blind? Are you blind? Yeah. So like having seen her character reminds me a lot of my childhood because I spent a lot of time at the high school yelling and running with fucking high school kids. So I, I love her fucking character. Do you want to know some fun facts? Some real facts? Do you want to know some real facts about Cheryl? Yes, absolutely. So Cheryl... She didn't love football in real life like she does in the movie. Really? Okay, that wasn't like, she wasn't that diehard as this character is played. But she did go to every game because of her dad. Gotcha. So she she reluctantly went to the games. I wouldn't say that. I would say that, you know, she went to support her dad. And, you know, in a small fucking Virginia town, what else is there to do but to go to the fucking football games? I don't know. I'm from here. I mean, you're 10. It's not like the cute... 10-year-old boys are going to be there. I don't think that that's the exact age that she was. You think she was older? She was probably like 12. Not as young, but yeah. I guess so. Well, uh, she has had a very successful career since. Mm -hmm. Going from Heroes. She plays the cheerleader. Save the cheerleader. Save the world. Yep. Heroes Reborn and all that. She did six seasons of Nashville. She sure did. She could sing her ass off, right? Yeah. Okay. I never watched the show, but I assume so. I mean, I'm just, I would pop in when someone else is watching it. Like, what the fuck is this? But I, uh, country's not my music, I so I never got into that. Well, being that I'm a Disney Plus subscriber, I just barely saw Ice Princess last week. Where you been? Been swamped, yo. One, <laughs> let's... More so, I love you, Beth Cooper. One, let's let everyone know that this Disney movie is on Disney Plus, so you can't go watch that one. Yes, it is. Y'all want to watch this right here and now? You can press pause on us as long as you promise to come back. Come back. Go watch the movie so that you know exactly what we're talking about. Disney Plus. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, yeah, she continued to work for a very long time. She uh, hasn't done a lot recently. Well, that's because Nashville. I think just she's taking a break after Nashville. I think she needs to. Yeah, that just like kind of wrapped not too long ago. So yeah, she's just like it's let me. It's been like maybe a year. Yeah, let that. A year and a half. Let that simmer. Mm-hmm. But my girl is thirty years old, and she has two hundred and three credits to her name. Mm. That's insane. Samuel has it. that many. She been at it longer. Mm-hmm. So, Hayden. Take your time. We love you. We appreciate you. You come back to acting when you're ready. And if you want to direct some shit as you get older, do your do the damn thing. You know? Can I give you a real fact? Ron, How- Ron Howard, your ass in this in this Hell yeah. business. Bald head and all. <laughs> <laughs> she gonna redo Splash. <laughs> I love Splash. Okay, so here's a real fact about Cheryl. Okay. Okay. Cheryl passed away from an oh. undiagnosed heart heart condition in 1996. Oh no! And at the age of 34. Poor thing. So she was real young. And so yeah, she never got to see this movie. This movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if the, she would have liked the, the portrayal of her character. I mean, it made you seem more knowledgeable. You're, I mean, I wouldn't be like, oh, damn, bitch, I didn't kick a superintendent. But, yeah. That's that's really too bad. That's a sad fact that we don't know about. (laughs) Do you want to, okay, here's another, here's another fact, because that one's sad. That one's sad. I'm sad now. I'm sad and drunk. Thank you. So, (laughs) (laughs) they didn't, they did sing when they, the Titans came out. Okay. We to, are the Titans, the mighty, the mighty Titans. titans. Ooh. Ah, ah, oh, yeah. yeah. Ooh. Ah, ah, oh, yeah. I don't know if that's the exact song that they came out singing, but they did. I doubt it. They did sing to intimidate the other team. Nice. But what they didn't do was dance. That's something that's just for the movie, which I love because you get Ryan Gosling out there like fucking sliding. Ryan Gosling is a dancer left and right, mm-hmm. dude. That's why they put him in the front. They're like, who can move around here that's white so we can like... At least I mean, he's all about that music. We can talk about him next. Ding, ding, They're ding. gonna put me yeah. in the movie. I don't even have to ask, but... This one. I mean, I don't even have to ask, but I will. What do you think of this one? Cool and unusual unusual punishment mean anything to you. (laughs) (laughs) You see him when he's playing Frankie Valli, and then the beat drops, and it's like... (laughs) He was feeling him. He was just like a little light, small He was all about that music, and that's what drew him to... His black teammates. Yeah. That's who, what kind of won him over. Who doesn't want to hear Ain't No Mountain High Enough? Because baby, there ain't no mountain Anyone who hates this song, enough. you have no soul. Ain't no valley low enough. No soul. Ain't no river wide enough to keep me from getting to you, babe. Yeah. So his character is not real. What? Yeah. But he was already on Kids Incorporated. No, he wasn't on Kids Incorporated. 
He was in the Mickey, Mickey Mouse, Mouse Club. Club. I was like, whoa. I'm sorry. I mixed up my dates. Get, get your shit right. I've had a few fucking drinks already. I'll get your shit right. <laughs> so yeah, he, he, his character is not real. But the scene where his dad is yelling because he got taken out of the game and replaced by a black player... Uh-huh. A PD, He's getting right? beat like he stole something. He's like, shut up, you, you girl. Stay out of it, girl. girl. Don't you take out my son. Yes, that is true-ish. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Those parents, it was dude. not his, it was not, obviously, Ryan Gosling's character, because his character's not real. Okay. But a student did get taken out and replaced by a black student, and he didn't yell at the game, but came into the locker room or into the coach's office later and was like yelling at them until the coach, coach, what is his name? Yort? Yost. Yost. Such a weird name. Y-O-S-T. Yost. Yost. Think I'm of so Faust, but with a Y. What the fuck's Faust? Faust is the dude that makes, makes the deal with the devil. Okay. Either Never way. mind. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, he... Until he like ends up going to like calm him down because he was like I don't know if you he's just really go thinking on home before you say, say something, something you're gonna, gonna regret. regret. He has some Too good late. ass nine, he has some good lines in this movie, mm-hmm. and that is one of them. And he's like, "Well, guess we won't be seeing him around." I will. I will. He's on the, the deacon, deacon board, board with me. <laughs> Stuck with this racist dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, Ryan Gosling, uh, like uh, we said, started with the Mickey Mouse Club. If you don't know who Ryan Gosling is, I don't know what the fuck you're I can't you. help y'all. How are you even listening to us right now? You know what a podcast Something is? I didn't know about Ryan Gosling. My dude was born on November 12th, 1980. Another Scorpio for the win. Okay. It's one day after mine and Leo's, okay? Okay. I always appreciate another Scorpio actor. All right, well, we will definitely dip into this full for La La Land, but... We're going to dip into him for La La Land, for sure. We're just going to just put a little pinky in on this dude. He's just fucking really good <laughs> we, in this we'll movie. We'll just talk about him in this movie. Yeah, he did really good. <laughs> he is so sweet. He is the best dancer in the little front little line. Of the white boys. Of the white boys. That's why they're like, <laughs> we got to put this white boy at the front. And his character is... Like you said, he's just very funny and sweet. Like he's funny, he's endearing, he's with his playful. Music, he's playful. He you even know? goes gives PD his spot. Like I don't want to fucking lose yeah, just I can because. Play with Montgomery, but I cannot play with these guys. Mm. Put PD in; he's better. Fucking PD. I didn't warm the bench all year to see us go down on my account. On my account, I would Got do a nice that too. Little speech there, dude. Hey man. No. Super young, looking cute, skinny. And then all of a sudden. Does the notebook and boom! Blew up like he was. Blew up like Leo. Business. That other guy that was born in November. <laughs> okay. Let me just get this drink out of your hand. <laughs> no. I kid. Okay. You will not take the juice box. But yes, Ryan Gosling, we will dive into you when you. We're going to talk about you. And something else. On some other shit. Not the notebook. Sorry, peeps, if you are looking for that, I'm not doing it. I thought we'd bring Martin back since he's never seen the whole thing. I have seen the whole thing. I've seen the whole thing. And I don't want to do that. (laughs) I'm only making fun of Martin because he has never seen the whole thing. And there's a reason why he's never seen the whole thing. Because he got to... some in the middle of Yes, uh, he did. Called it. Yes, he did. He took some bitch to Every this movie. time he puts on the notebook, the girls never make it through the movie because he always ends up getting lucky. 
It would. That's his go-to movie. That would totally work for me because I don't want to watch the movie. And I'll do anything to not watch the movie. I have not finished uh, a couple of movies for that reason. Don't want to know. But anyway. <laughs> don't want to know. Anyway, uh, let's talk about your boy, Mr. Donald Faison. I don't have any fun facts about him because we already talked about him in Clueless. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Oh, yes, we I did. I don't have any fun facts about him except that I love him in this movie. No, I and think this that is before he got his uh, mole removed. I think that the fucking character PD fucking sucks. How many times has this dude got to leave a team and come back to a team acting all kind of fucking bougie and stupid shit? Don't get me wrong. PD is kind of a punk. Kind of. But Donald plays him very well. No, every time I was like, get out of here, you little fucking pouty ass bitch. Yeah, you hate him, but that's because Donald did a good job. Well, I don't like hating him. I don't like hating Donald Faison either. Especially after Scrubs and Clueless and even Pitch Perfect, dude. He's Murray. I fucking love him. (laughs) He played a teenager in 1996. And 2000 and fucking 2000. Well, guess what? <laughs> He's doing the Star Wars Detours uh, TV series right now. Okay. Yes. I'm not all into those. Not that I don't want to, just that I don't have time. But all I'm, I'm saying down. Make is, that money. Exactly. He's making money. Make that. Got another project called Embattled Out right now. You get Disney to pay Or you. it's in pre-production right now. Disney got a hold of Donald Faison and like, we like you. We're going we're gonna to give you some money. I like you're gonna, it. You're going to act in some movies. <laughs> and here and there he is, always working. I like Petey. I think he's a, a good person. Uh, I think he is narcissistic, you know. He but did really have trouble. He's a glory hound, you know. He wants that limelight. He wants to be in the spotlight. He wants to be the best player on the team. He wants all the girls' attention. He wants all the points. He wants to score all the touchdowns. Unfortunately, he can't handle boom. It's a team. He can't handle getting yelled at. In real life, PD did have problems with Boone's coaching staff. There you go. So there's some truth to basically. Two year starter at GW. All this yelling that he does, you know, don't make me no, but do, but play worse. I can't play for this man. And sometimes you do have to realize that the technique that you're using on someone that you want to do great is not working. If yelling sometimes works for some people Uh and getting them to fire up and do what you need them to do, but sometimes just plainly telling them, this is what I need you to do. Mm -hmm. This is how I need you to do it. This is how important this is. Do it. I agree, but I also agree with Boone. I believe that... uh, People should not be coddled so much that they are afraid of confrontation. True. I think that uh, Bone is right for telling Yost, you can't be protecting them from me every time that I come down on one of these players, especially the young black kids, because they are the ones that are going to have to survive life and racism and a whole lot of uh, uphill battles that these white kids are not going to have to deal with. He ain't doing these kids a favor by patronizing them. You're crippling them. You're crippling them for life. 
and yeah. you protecting them is actually crippling them for life. I get that. But the world I, isn't fair and they're not going to be protected uh, forever. I understand that. And maybe it's because I'm looking at it in a different time period. Sure. But if you want me, there's some people like when it comes to sports, I've done sports my entire life. So I am used to having coaches yell at you. Mm -hmm. I'm used to having directors yell at you and make you like very tense and, and to get to the level that you need to get to. To succeed. Yeah, okay? absolutely. It's always my way or the highway with coaches. And I get that. And it works for me. You know, it's not something, it's not the way that I would normally do a lot of things. But, you know, in those specific situations, mm -hmm. yes, it kind of, it could work. Okay. But if you, a different person doesn't do well with the, being yelled at and screamed at, even if you are black, I am a person. Mm -hmm. You don't have to yell at me. You can tell me straight up like, look, Snowman. I need you to fucking stop dropping this ball. You're dropping it. You need to practice on catching that. I don't know how to, like, you know, go team up with so-and-so or imagine this or whatever advice you're going to give me, give it to me. And then let me do it. Because you screaming at me is not going to help me do anything because you're just making me f flustered. I can't think. I can't do this when you're just fucking... And even though you are a black person in, the, especially that time where... No one gave a shit about our feelings. Mm -hmm. As another black person, treat me like an equal, even though you are the coach, but you asking all of this of me, you should respect to not yell at me because it doesn't work for everybody. It doesn't, just does it not work, work for everybody. everybody. Especially if they've reached a certain level of maturity mentally and mm -hmm. emotionally. Um, I will say that I wouldn't doubt it if uh, in real life, Boone had conversations one-on-one -on -one with PD that weren't at the same uh, dynamic as what's portrayed in the movie. Yeah. Um, and not only that, it's kind of on PD to stand up and not run away like he does so many times in this movie. That's what I hate. He and bitches out a number of times. The second that there's any type of resistance to what he wants, he bitches out and he abandons his teammates. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, so yeah, he, he... Anybody else should pull their coach to the side like Bertier does and says, can I talk to you in private? Mm -hmm. And explain to them that this, this is not work. working for me. Yeah, <laughs> I understand what you need from me, but I need you to treat me with a certain amount of respect. A certain level of respect. All you have to do is tell me what you need. But you yelling at me, you criticizing me, you talking down to me is only going to make me play worse. I react far better on positive reinforcement rather than negative. I need you to let me know what I'm doing right, not what I'm doing wrong. I know what I'm doing wrong. And when I'm doing wrong, I am already working on fixing it. Mm -hmm. But you telling me I'm doing wrong and beating my confidence down is only sending us both two steps back rather than two steps forward. Yeah. I need you to help me and get on my same team. Yeah. So Boone's whole thing is that he need he doesn't want to coddle any of these kids, especially the young black kids, because they do have a harder uphill climb, much harder. Especially in Virginia in Especially in Virginia in 1971, 72. Yeah. For sure. So if I had to choose between the two, I'm kind of going to be on the side of Coach Boone. I understand. If only because PD didn't have enough balls to go to coach and be like, yo, uh -huh. I don't respond well to this. Yeah. 
if you had the balls to say that, especially to a coach that is that could black. easily been a conversation between Julius and the cop. Yeah. You know, what happens in that scenario if uh, it was Petey rather than the cop, rather than Julius, and the cop was uh, more like these racist assholes that are in town rather than somebody who's a little more open-minded. Trying to serve him at a fucking restaurant. You don't even want to be... We don't help you kinds. You can go to the back. Exactly. We can put some wind, some food through the window. So you, That being said, you know, uh, Donald does turn his new leaf and he does finally learn his lesson mm-hmm. to a degree. And you see him trying to teach Ryan Gosling's character. Just give him a little cushion. Yeah. Just give him a little cushion. And when he beats that line, you stick him. Yeah. You know, he finally accepts the team play philosophy. And that's why he gets to play in the last game. Yeah. He did a good job. I yes, love him. Donald Faison. Can we I, follow him on Instagram. We do. Get it, my dude. Can I give you a fun fact? Uh, yes. It's a real fun fact. So in real life, it was a toilet that was thrown through Boone's window, not a brick. Oh, hell no. Yep. But Disney didn't want to use a toilet because they thought it'd be more comedic. So they added the brick and added... Because you can't hold up a toilet in one I hand. mean, I don't know how the fuck people threw a fucking toilet through this dude's window, but... I mean, if they threw a toilet through his window, then they weren't getting away so quickly. And if Boone no. really did have a shotgun... He, they were in shooting range. Well, he did not have a shotgun. He didn't have a shotgun until much later in life. Uh, and so that was added for the movie. Gotcha. And Cheryl was not there either. That is also added for the movie. Oh? Yeah. Okay. I see you. Uh, well, you ready to move on? Yeah. Unless you want another fun fact. I want a, another fun fact. Okay. I'm so- just kidding. I do. So the original script was full of profanity. I think it was more real to probably drop in in bombs and how many movies does Disney take from profanity and dark and turn into inspiring sports movies? Because in the underneath all of the profanity and the oh mean God. things, there's really. A good Disney movie in there. <laughs> yeah, so it was another script that they had to clean up to make it into a Disney movie. I guess so. Today. Shit. Well, uh, Ryan Hurst. Wait, before you start that, I just have one thought on that, though. Like, <laughs> you ready? So, as of <laughs> them making it into a cleaner movie, I see how they got around of cutting things without really cutting things. Because every time someone talks about Boone and they're about to use a racist term, call him a nigga, call him a fucking whatever. They say uppity. No, they get stopped. Mm, Someone stops them. Got you. Like, I don't want to do this uppity. And they're like, hey, you know, watch what you say because blah, 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 blah. Or... You know, they interrupt them in getting into saying something that's worse. Okay. But you get the hint. Yes. That they're saying something really bad. Uh Uh-huh. 
Okay. He does it pretty good. You just go on home before you say, say something, something that you're going to regret. regret. You know? Because he was about to say something. Uh-huh. He totally was going to... I don't know if you'd regret it or not, but... I mean, not in Alexandria. <laughs> Motherfuckers. Yeah. <sighs> Goddamn. Let's move it all on It's 2020 now. Not much has changed, but we here. Yeah. We're making baby steps. Uh, Ryan Hurst plays Gary Bertier. We're on our uh, our lead characters now. Okay, let's do this. I'm Gary Bertier. The only All-American you got on this team. Yep. You want any of us to play for you, you reserve half the positions for white players. Half the special teams, half mm-hmm. the offense. We don't need anybody your people on defense. We're already set. Uh-huh. Any of my people. Don't need any of my people. That's right. Fucking guy, dude. You what did you say your name was? Jerry? Gary. No, no, you must have said Jerry. Like Jerry Lewis. Yeah, I can't keep a straight face. <laughs> and you that must make you Dean Martin. <laughs> Hold on. Stay right here. Stay right I'm here. Shit on you for a minute. Hold on. I'm gonna make everybody, even your mama look over everybody, here. Everybody, come on. Watch watch me shit on this. Watch two me boys. shit on them. <laughs> Are you watching? All I'm right, shitty. Every, I wanna make sure everybody sees this. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh my god. So Ryan Hurst played Gary Bertier, and I think he did a good job. He did a great my job. My dude is six five. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a tall white boy. Uh, after you doing your job? I've been doing my job. You been doing your job? I've been doing my job. Then, then why, why don't, don't you tell your white buddy to rock block for red better? Because they, they have not rock blocked rock for him or for blood nickel, nickel, and you know it. Nobody plays. I'm supposed to kill myself for the team. What team? <laughs> nah, I'm gonna get mines. I'm gonna go out here. <laughs> That's a great scene. Attitude reflect leadership. Yep. Captain. Captain. I think he was a good captain. He was a good captain. I think that him it kicking was his own player necessary off. for Boone to shoot. I'm sorry, not shoot. I've been drinking shit. To choose a white captain, being that he is a black coach with a white assistant coach. Yeah. Could have easily chose been Julius. Yeah. But I think that uh, Bertier has a little bit more reserve in him. If he would have chose Julius as captain, I think it would have been a completely different dynamic and they would not have succeeded the way that they did. No, he had Julius to... has a huge chip on the shoulder. No, he had to choose Bertier because the white players are not going to follow a black captain. Agreed. That's also a good point. That's you had to do. You had to find the best one out of them that could see beyond the lines of race and mm-hmm. to which he couldn't at guide first. Them. Yeah, at first, but guide them to finding that we are a team, like mm-hmm. deal. So he was willing to sacrifice himself for the betterment of his teammates yeah and that started with the white players but it eventually uh grew to the entire team yeah i'm just saying even if he was the captain the black people would have like not necessarily wanted to follow him the black players would have been like okay fine we got a white captain yeah but we got a black coach yeah and they would have been okay and they would have like you know went through it like all right well you know whatever but having a black captain 
the whites and would a not, black coach, whites would have just walked. They would have wanted to follow. They so it was smart. It would have been or an entirely black team, probably. God made sure Bertier was the right person to guide this team. Yeah, for Whatever. sure. Yeah. So my dude uh, started his career pretty quickly with uh, Saving Private Ryan. That was his second movie. Oh, shit. Third movie, Patch Adams. Oh, shit. The uh, late, great Mr. Robbins Williams. And then did Remember the Titans. The Mighty Mighty Titans. Right? And from there, he did We Were Soldiers with yeah. Mel Gibson. Wow. Sons of Anarchy. Damn. Yeah. He's been killing it. Hitting it, hitting it, hitting it. Uh-huh. And he looks like a biker now. I saw his picture, yeah. Man. Straight up, I would have never recognized him. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't recognize him as Gary Bertier at this point. He's got hair down. You know, he's got hair like sunshine now. Sunshine. Sunshine. Yeah. Sunshine. <laughs> but, yeah, he's been doing good. I think he did a great job, mm-hmm. and he makes you believe that he is the captain. Mm-hmm. You want to follow him into battle as well. I like if he kicks the nurse out of the room. Oh, Gary! Do not come in here! Do not come in here! Throw the book She's at like, the are door. are you okay? What's wrong, Gary? <laughs> Get out of here! You never heard a man watch a football game? Because that is what it sounds like. That is exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> I'm like, oh, they must be winning or they must be losing. You uh, can just tell. You don't uh, even got to go in. She must not. She shit, must not. I hated coming over to watch... Uh, Basketball when uh, with Gabriel, our cousin. Mm-hmm. That fool gets emotional yeah. when the Lakers are playing. Like, I Sunday's football, obviously, mm-hmm. and my Raiders are, they win and they don't win a lot. So I would be... Going to be know, some furniture moving around here. Sunday, <laughs> Sunday afternoon, you know, had some brunch or got back from church or uh-huh. whatever. And I'm upstairs like half sleep watching something. And I can just hear my dad just going, touchdown Raiders! Or, come on! And then I can tell like how the game's going, mm-hmm. depending on those. I don't even got to go downstairs. All I got to do is kind of just, what's the Raiders score? All right, well, okay. That's where we're at. Like, <laughs> Okay. Well, uh, it is time for... Wait, uh, I had some fun facts. You to give us some fun facts, because I don't got shit. What are you talking about? I want to talk about the real Bertier. The real Gary Bertier? Mm-hmm. Okay. So he was really injured in a car crash, but it was after the 1971 season. So he did play... He did play in the final all Thirteen games. Okay. Um, unlike in the movie. Gotcha. So he was driving his mom's car, and there was like some car malfunction and the engine motor mounts or some shit like that, and it ran out of control and he drove into a ditch. Ah. Uh, and that's how he got paralyzed. Okay. So it is true that Julius Campbell and would pretend to be his brother to get in to go see him along with other teammates they would also pull that gotcha kind of shit like are you blind alice can't you, can't you see, see the that's family my, resemblance that's, that's my, that's my brother. brother that's my fucking brother well that's what boone was teaching them 
Exactly. And it, it rubbed off on them. Mm-hmm. Um, so the real life Bertiller, as we know in the fucking end of the movie, he did not stop being an athlete afterwards. No. He kept his shit going. So he won multiple medals in the Paralympics. Okay. And so he even won a gold medal in the shot put. That's how good this guy was. Get it, my dude. Get it, my dude. So Bertier did this until 1981 when he died. Yeah. And that's why we all meet up and today. He, correct me if I'm wrong, he did die in a car crash. Yes. So, so God. That part Disney did get right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh. I got you. So that's the real dude, though. That's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Who we on to? Mr. Wood Harris. Okay. Julius. Big Julius Campbell. Julius. <laughs> uh, Julius is uh, a hell of an actor, man. I think he, you know, was from, a great standout in this. Yeah, I think this was his standout movie because uh, right after this, he did uh, Paid in Full and uh, eventually Next Day Air. Mm-hmm. But more recently, uh, I don't know if you noticed, but he was in the New Edition saga. He plays the boy's teacher. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He teaches them choreography. He's like one of their uh, Early uncles. Early mentors. Mm-hmm. Is that what he is? He's one of their uncles? Uncle or cousin, something like that. You might yeah. be right. Yeah, he has this really bad wig in it, but he did a he good job. He does have a really bad wig in yeah, it. Yeah, you don't think I forgot? I remember that fool's in it. And I think, you know who I think he was supposed to be? Huh? Is the dude from If It Isn't Love, you know, like their manager, that'd be like, all right, you guys, you need to learn the steps uh-huh. and blah, blah, blah. You know the video where they're like rehearsing and then they like lock their manager out and then they just, if it isn't love. Why do I feel this way? Why does she stay on my mind? Yep. If it is enough. <laughs> I knew you were going to go through with it. <laughs> Don't even get me. Oh, my God. He was also in Ant-Man. Oh, yeah? So he... Uh, he was not Ant-Man. He stays working. Before that, he was in a music video. New Commons Testify. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She walked to the court, the knees buckled. Him and Taraji P. Mm-hmm. So shit. Same for a man to survive. He need hustle. Anyway. Please let me testify. Oh, my God. You accuse me of. You accuse me of. <laughs> Please let me testify. The queen pin. <laughs> yep. So, That's right. Uh, he's the husband. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's the husband. Exactly. Uh, and more recently, he's in the Creed movies. He plays um, Donnie's uncle. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's the one that uh, doesn't want to train him at first. And you know what? He's just constantly working. This man stays working. And when Blade I was watching, was in Blade Runner when I was well. watching this movie, I was like, I'm glad that he got found in this movie because he did such a good job. He did a great job. Yeah. Not found, but like this helped. 
His career, definitely. He's doing a, another movie that's in post-production right now called Gangland. I don't know much about it, okay. but it seems interesting. More so, uh, I find it funny that uh, he's doing <laughs> doing another movie called Sweetwater. <laughs> Sweet! Sweet! So you're going to go, water! Yeah. Can't say sweet on here. Oh my god. <laughs> Does that count for musical month? Because I really want to do that movie. No. Sorry. It's such a good movie. It is. Though. Maybe next Black History Month. I mean, it's not based on real history, but. Oh, that's true. I, just I guess we could do it whenever we fucking want. Dude. That's true. Summertime. We got you know, Charlie Murphy. Movie. Oh, Charlie Murphy. Bow Wow. Bow Wow's punk ass. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> Can I give you a fun There's fact? There's a lot of up and coming actors in that movie. <laughs> All right, I'm thoroughly drunk. Go ahead. You ready for a fun fact? Yeah, you're driving the car. Fun fact. So this movie opened to twenty million dollars that weekend. Damn. And this was in the worst month of movie in movie history. Really? September two thousand. It's like the worst month. Okay. And no, apparently no one was making money. Except September of 2000. And I feel like that should be September of 2001. Yeah. That seems like a that very seems like a more good month for nobody to go to the movie. time for people to not be making money uh, because the stock market uh, took a nosedive. 9-11, nobody yeah. wanted to go nowhere. In 2000, everybody was making money. Hey. Apparently, that was just a bad month. Shit. Foreshadowing the next year. I don't know. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. But that was the one of the worst months in the movie history? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, uh, we only got uh, two actors to talk about. Mr. Will Patton Mm -hmm. is next on our list. Yeah. Plays Coach Yost. Yost. Yost! Don't you take out my son. He's like, he's getting beat like he stole something. You just stay out of it, girl. Girl. <laughs> well, the real coach, Yost. Am I saying it right? Yost. Now I'm getting slurry. It doesn't fucking matter. Um, <laughs> he had four daughters in real life. Well, damn. They all lived with their mother. So okay. when they decided to do the movie... They thought that Cheryl would be a good one for them to focus on because she was the youngest and she did show up to all the football games, like I said. Gotcha. And being that she had died in 96, her siblings, her sisters, didn't feel like they had to change, like had to fight for their characters to be in the movie. They're okay. like, if you could just wrap us all into one, that's our sister that passed away. We're totally fine with that. That's good. Yeah. I think that's very gracious of them. Yeah. Huh. I feel and that way. I doubt that uh, Disney would want to cast four daughters. That's what they said. It would be too much to have to dig into everybody's like backstory. Okay. I got you. They just wanted to make it into one, and that's what they did. Okay. Good choice. That's good. I like that. Yeah, because those... Those daughters could represent each of their uh, different characters to a certain degree. Yeah, that's what I would have did. Yeah. 
Well, uh, my dude, this was his time to shine, you might say. Will Patton was on a roll during this uh, early 2000s, late 90s era. With? Uh, he was... <laughs> Remember the Titans. He was just coming off of Armageddon. Ooh, and I don't want to miss a thing. Uh-huh. Okay. He played Chick. Yep, uh, yep. He was uh, Bruce Willis's best friend, mm-hmm. right-hand man, this, that, and the yep. other. You know? He did a good job. Yeah. In the Can be movie. found at the crap tables. Oh, yeah. That was his <laughs> That his was vice. his vice. Yeah. About time. Chick. Game's over. God damn. damn. <laughs> That's right. So he did. So he. What are you doing with a gun in space? <laughs> so he did that before. He did that before. Remember the Titans. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, before this, he did uh, Gone in si- 60 Seconds. And that's what I was about to say. Your boy's been drinking, excuse me. Gone in 60 Seconds. Played Atlee Jackson. Yep, yep. He had hair mm-hmm. in that. It was nice. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. Uh, he also did uh, Roadhouse. And... Roadhouse. <laughs> yes, he did Roadhouse and Brooklyn's Finest and so many movies. But most memorably, in my mind, Armageddon and Gone in 60 Seconds. Because and I, I don't want to miss a thing. I don't want to close my eyes. See, now oh, 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 I just oh, think oh, of the sweetest thing. And I don't want to miss a thing. Yep. Yep. Oh, my God. As you should think of that. But in this, he plays uh, Coach Yost. And Yoist. I think, I think he does a hell of a job. I think that uh, he's got some great speeches in this, especially in that game where the referees are trying to cheat him out of the game. And That's he on me. Calls out the referees and is like, "I will see each and every one of you thrown in jail if you don't call this game fair." Yeah. And then he takes over. He's like, "Defense on, on me. me." Yep. Now, Petey, you watch those boys come over on the weak side. It's like, Coach, they're holding a call and a penalty. Did I ask for your excuses? Just go do it. You want to be a star? You better give me a star effort. And what does he do? Quits. Pussy. Pussy. Exactly. <laughs> Running by with fucking... Forget about him. Alan, you're in. Yeah. And then he goes in his speech. All right. I don't want them to gain another, another yard. yard. You blitz all, all night. night. Yep. If they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. Mm-hmm. And I want you boys to make sure that they remember the, the night, night they played play the Titans. The night that they played the Titans. <laughs> Tell them, oh, Coach. That shit gets me so Tell them, Coach. Yep. I feel like I could do a thousand push-ups after that speech. That's why I love, I I love sports, sports movies, dude. I love sports speeches. Oh, yeah. Because Absolutely. very rarely in real life... Are you going to get one of those speeches? I wish that my coaches had better speeches prepared mm-hmm. in high school. Uh, whether in all of my uh, athletics, there was very few speeches that were like. I mean, I had a coach that gave some good you. speeches. You know? But they usually started with him cussing at us because we sucked. But yeah. then <laughs> it would be good. I had, I would say two great coaches but they weren't one for speeches i had a lot of shitty coaches yeah there's a lot of those especially in basketball my basketball coach was a shitty coach Mm. dude fucking sucked 
but my wrestling coach was great. My volleyball coach was great. Uh, but they weren't really one for speeches to a certain degree. Uh, and I think that's kind of a thing that a coach needs to learn. Yeah. That's a uh, tool that you have to have in mm-hmm. your bag as a coach. Every year, you got to be able to reach those kids. You got to be able to reach those players and be able to pull the best out of them. And a lot of that is within your public speaking. Mm-hmm. It's not just in practice. It's that moment before the game starts. They got to believe that they can win over that team that they've heard so much about them. Because they've built up this mountain in their head about this other team that's supposedly number one in the league or number one in the county or number one in the state or whatever it is. And if they believe in the moment they are not good enough, then they really aren't good enough. Yeah, That's when it is the coach's responsibility to raise up the confidence of their players. That's for sure. And I wish that more coaches would take some kind of course to teach them how to inspire their players. Yeah. Got to do it, man. There's some great speeches in this one. And some yeah. of them are from the players themselves. But Not no so much one... Big Blue, but... <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Julius has a good speech. But the one who kills them all... It's fucking Denzel Washington, man. Of course, man. Nobody can do a speech better than that man. Even if he he's trying to tell you to do something for good, or for something for bad, mm-hmm. you're willing to follow Denzel Washington. We will be perfect battle. in every aspect of the game. You miss a pass, you run a mile. You miss a blocking assignment, you run a mile. You fumble the football, and I will break my foot off in your John Brown hind parts. And, and then, then you and will then run, run a mile. Perfection. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, it is time to talk about the man because I am done with everybody else. Have we talked about him yet? This is the first movie. This is the first one. Give me a moment. I don't know how <laughs> he hasn't been in our show. He's gone on two years without making his way onto this show. And that's why I was like, yes, we need to do this movie. Wow. We will do more movies with him because where have we been? How come I don't have Training Day up here? How come I don't have Michael Max up in here? How come we do not have, I don't know, what's another one? I don't know. John Q. John Q. Up in here. There's a Devil in a Blue Dress. Uh Uh-huh. There's 20 good movies. He's got game. Yeah. Got fucking. Who got game? They got game. There's the game. Like behind the game, behind the game. I got game. You got game. Okay. We got. Game. Don't get me started. I didn't. I didn't know that was a trigger. <sighs> you know it was. I'm just trying to name a bunch Shit. of fucking movie that. Don't mention Spike watch... Lee or basketball. How about this? Inside Man. <laughs> It's Spike Lee, but not basketball. I'm going to walk right out the front door. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Denzel has done it all. Glory. Denzel Hayes Washington Jr. Except that I feel like he doesn't do comedy, which is something I would like to see him try. 
I don't know if he's ever done comedy. I want to see him try. I think shit. Why not? He has like a he's cool person. Shakespeare. He's never done comedy. He has like a cool personality that you wouldn't want to like. Would be a good comedian. His timing has to be good. Mm-hmm. We got fences. I don't know. I'm running out of movies now. <laughs> of Denzel movies? We got shit. Wait, what's the one where the demon, the demon flies through, oh. changes through people? That Azazel's uh, fucking ass. Yes. Uh, isn't that is that deja vu? No, but Out we got deja. No, uh, it's like from the nineties. But those two are good too. What is it called? I'll find it right now. Uh, I'm gonna say like ninety eight. Ninety eight. Ninety seven. God damn. Time. I don't know. Is on my side. Yes, it is. And that's what the song's on there. Uh-huh. Time Wait, keep sure? running back. Am I sure of what? Are you sure it's not? Uh, is it Fallen? Fallen. There you go. Ugh. That fucking movie. That was right before he did He Got Game. I like Fallen. That's a fucking good. Either way, Mr. Denzel Washington. Born and raised in Compton. Compton. What? Just kidding. <laughs> I was like, that's not true. <laughs> no, he was born in uh, Mount Vernon, New York. Uh, my dude is the middle child of uh, three. And he's an American gangster. He's an American gangster. <laughs> yes, he is. Uh, his mother's from Georgia. Yeah. Georgia. Georgia. Uh, my dude is uh, classically trained. Yes. He attended San Francisco, or excuse me, he moved to uh, San Francisco and enrolled in the American Conservatory Theater. Mm-hmm. He then uh, paid for act acting in Summerstock Theater mm-hmm. at St. Mary's uh, City in Maryland. Well, wow. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't he go to like Yale or something like that and study? I don't know. He went somewhere. I don't know. I don't remember where. But my dude is very well trained. And from what I hear... He's a great debater. <laughs> he is a great debater. <laughs> I'm uh, just going to keep throwing out all these You want to know something funny? Uh, I was talking to... Uh, this was uh, probably a few years back. But my buddy Sarunas, uh, Sarunas Jackson from insecure and Mm -hmm, he's got mm -hmm. his own show on BET right now uh he was telling me about his first meeting with Denzel because he played basketball with his son happened to come over to the house and Denzel was just chilling in the living room met him for the first time apparently Denzel was fucking with him a little bit and he does that same little stance and where he doesn't say anything and he was just sitting back in his chair for a minute just I'd be like, are you real? <coughs> is this real? Because No, this is very, no, this is a, a true story, yes. No, I would say that to Denzel. Like, okay. are you real? Alright. <laughs> or what you're doing is real? Like He's just messing with him, dude. You're not Yeah. This your is characters how, like uh this? my buddy my buddy met Denzel. And he paused like that for like 30 seconds. He's like, before he actually said something to him. It's like sizing him up, making him feel uncomfortable in his house and shit. Well, he is a big pothead, so. Is he? Yeah. Well, damn. 
Yeah. Well, Mr. Denzel has a filmography like no other, as you said, from Training Day to Hurricane to He Got Game to Mo Better Blues to Flight. To flight. To equalizer. To equalizer. To, to the book, book of Eli. Eli. <laughs> Antoine Fisher. Yep. Fences. You know, the yep. list goes on and on and on. Mm. Yeah, shit. I even like the Magnificent Seven. Taking Pelham one, two, three. Well. Wow. And don't forget the preacher's wife. The preacher's <laughs> wife. Don't you forget. Don't you go forgetting. Yo. The Philadelphia story. Yeah, John the Philadelphia. Q. Shit. Mm-hmm. The Bone Collector. Did hey, I say he got game? How we- about Fallen? How about Crimson Tide? How, ca- how about Pelican Brief? How about Pelican Much Ado About Nothing? Yeah. How about Malcolm X? Shit. This man has a filmography like no other. Mm-hmm. And he might not have a million movies on his list, but the movies he does have are fucking timeless. Dude. My dude is incredible. He is uh, as good as acting gets. And from what I hear, there is not a blank space on his script. He marks that shit up. Safe House. What the hell is Safe House? That's the movie he's in. Him and Ryan Reynolds. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was, I was that digging. Might be the one that I've never seen. I was digging deep. Saint Elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> 1982 to 1988. <laughs> <laughs> now you really digging. Yeah. So oh. I love me some Denzel. Do you want to hear some real fact about Boone? Yes. So the real Boone, he did change the bus and make them, you know, white players, black players. All sit together. All sit together. You and you sit together. You and you sit together. Defensive bus sit together. Get comfortable too. Yep. Because the person that I have you sitting next to is the same one that you'll be rooming with for the duration of this camp. Next two weeks, bitch. Gotcha. So he said, I forced them on each other. I forced them to learn each other's cultures. I forced them to be part of each other's lives. Good. And that is how he got them to open up and share with each other is because he was like, I made them. It was part of being part of the team. Uh-huh. So what's your father's name? I mean, you, you do, do have a father, father, right? Yeah, I, I, I have, have a father. father. His name's Eric. All right. Well, what does what Eric does he do? do? I, mean, I mean, he, he does, does have a job, job, doesn't he? Motherfucker. So there's another moment where you should take a drink because he's being blatantly racist. Piece of shit. Blah. You know it's hard out here for a black When you're trying to get the money that is lack When you got all these fuckers being racist You're gonna go out there and getting crazy Alright, that's all I got (laughs) (laughs) Well, Herman Boone, uh, a.k.a. Denzel Washington, does a hell of a job He is as quotable as any movie that you've ever watched From How Many Feet Are In A Mile and your blockers ain't got nothing to do with you holding the ball. To you're overcooking my grits. You're overcooking my grits, coach. <laughs> he has a lot of really good lines like those. Like old man lines. You're overcooking my grits, coach. He's like, <laughs> All right. All right. I will allow 
Coach Tyrell to coach the special teams, but I will have my eye on him. Mm-hmm. And you. And you. I'm a winner. I'm going to win. Overcooking my grandma. <laughs> I haven't used that in real life. But uh, my goal is I'm to get tell it out. Somebody, I'm going to tell Rashad that shit my goal. out of nowhere. <laughs> I don't know what he's going to say, but I'm just going to have that You got to have a serious face and just be like... <laughs> Overcooking if my I coat. ever see Rashad coat. on the grill or something, be like, you're overcooking my ribs. <laughs> <laughs> he would die. <laughs> my goal is to use that line in 2020. Okay. So I'll keep you updated on that. Please let me be present for that. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Denzel, he will be back on the show. Oh, he has to be. Shit. There's too many movies to keep him out of. I'm surprised we waited this long. Right? Uh, he's got four in production right now. Damn. Yeah. Two of them in post-production. Mr. Rainey's Black Bottom and The Little Things. Well, I hope uh, I see his Black Bottom. <laughs> you want to see his Black Bottom even now? Yeah. I'm sure it's getting saggy by now. He's in I his like, 60s. That's okay. I like a fucking a Silver Fox. <laughs> okay. Silver Fox. I don't know if he gets out of shape. Really. He's still fit. Like, he gets a little pudgy for a role, but he pretty much stays in shape. Yeah, I'll see a saggy ass. You're making it seem bad. I watch, I look at it. <laughs> uh, he's also got a movie in pre-production, Macbeth. Oh, my goodness. And it's he is? Lord Macbeth. As he should be. As he should be. And uh, journal, be uh, journal for Jordan is a script that he's working on. He is the producer and the director. She's going back to directing. Oh, shit. Yeah. This okay. will be his uh, second movie directing after Fences. Okay. So, I think, he, I think he got a taste for directing and I think he likes it. Hey, Denzel. I, I think, think he, he likes, likes it. it. <laughs> yeah. Oof. All right. Well... Uh, my dude has won two Oscars, by the way, before we uh, move on from Mr. Washington. Yep. He was in Glory. Yes, he was. And he was in Training Day for his two Oscar wins. Training Day will definitely be on here. Fucking love it. Mm. But yeah. And the Book of Eli. We didn't even mention that one. We did. Okay, fine. I just love when he's listening to Sam Cooke and he's putting on his new boots. <laughs> Dude. It's like we did mention this. Okay, fine. Before we move Man on, on fire. <laughs> I feel like we didn't mention that one. Favorite line of Denzel's from this movie. Um, it's probably where he was like, oh, what does he say? He says, where Coach Yotes or whatever is like, you know, it, it, like you're sitting here doing all this stuff, and it's one thing when your sins come when, like, mm. his daughter's around, and he goes, you know, mm. I'm really sorry about you, you know, I'm really sorry, I'm sorry that happened about to, what happened to your daughter. daughter. I really am. I really am. But Maybe now you, you got to test what my daughters go through every day. Every day. Welcome to my life, Yost. Like, yo, bitch, I'm just dealing with this, and you're just getting this one little, you get yeah. a couple of people mad at you, but you don't get anybody throwing a toilet through your window. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you don't get that shit, so. My sins, huh? Hmm. My sense of being a black father who coaches football. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's pretty bad. Yeah. So, yeah. 
That or you're overcooking my grits. Or no, no. Yes, that one or where he's also, you know, he had 12 kids. He was one of 12. That's a good speech. (laughs) He has so many. There's so many in this one. I like when he uh, tells before the Coach Yost and all the white players barge in and interrupt his first team meeting in an mm-hmm. unacceptable fashion. Uh, he says, he tells all his black players, it's like, you will wear a jacket and tie. You don't have one, buy Bar one. one. Can't afford one, one, borrow one, one from your old man. If you don't have, have an old man, man then find a drunk, trade, trade him for his. Because I can guarantee you, you there's an bum on the street that looks as ragged and ridiculous as what I'm looking at right now. They're wearing like khakis and fucking <laughs> collared shirts and polos. Shit, by today's standard, they're dressing good. They're dressing real good. I was like, look at these guys. They got button ups. Like, they're looking cute. No, yep. they look like bums, apparently. Yeah, no, right. Apparently. <laughs> All right, well, I'm out. That is my take That's our show? on Remember the Titans. Yes, we'll see y'all tomorrow. I'll <laughs> see y'all tomorrow. Shit. I'm going All to right, see. so. The football camp was filmed at Barry College in Mount Barry, Georgia. Okay. It has no football team, so there was really no football stadium or field for them to do anything else on than what they did. Interesting. And they stayed in the girls' dorm. Nice. So there, that there must have been one of the... a lot of pretty women here. Yeah. <laughs> and you can also see real students walking around in the background if you pay attention. So 2,000 students... In the background. Changing their clothes and shit, huh? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Hold on. Before you go to class, let me uh, let me, let me me hit you with this sweater real quick. I don't know. It was probably like very... Nobody was... was I don't know. We never noticed it. <laughs> never, never noticed it. Goes it. down past your knees. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, there was no 3 a.m. run Oh. to fucking the Gettysburg. That didn't happen. That's a movie thing. But so, what did happen was... Coach. This is a football program. We're not the Marines. Yeah. And I think that also is Let's go. a great speech that he talks about, you know, that men had to die. Boys died out here fighting for fighting. freedom. The same fight, fight that we are fighting fight. today. And the same fight that we are still fighting today. So yeah. it is still real. But they did go on a guided tour of Gettysburg in real life. So there was the no. The actors did. No, the team. Oh, okay. The team went, so they didn't have to do the 3 a.m. run in real life. Gotcha. They got a nice guided tour by some person. And that's all I got for this shit. Are you ready? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. Because I'm ready. Okay. So it's time for... Z for the people. Okay, so this Z for the people comes from a place in my heart right now. Oh, I know. So the whole world is mourning the loss of Kobe Bryant. And especially us here in Los Angeles are definitely, definitely mourning the loss of our king. And even if you are not a person who is into sports in the slightest, you have to recognize greatness in a person that not only inspires greatness in himself and his teammates, but in everyone in the world. 
He makes you feel like even if you're doing sports or if you're doing arts or if you're doing business, that it takes more than talent to be the greatest because you can be talented all day. But if you don't put that work ethic in, nothing's going to change. And him being a person who would be there hours before practice and hours after practice prove that the hard work that you put in can make you great and make everything you do great. So in losing him this week in this horrible helicopter crash, along with his beautiful, beautiful daughter and her teammates and coaches, it's just been devastating to me and I can't really not think about it. And obviously, like I said, us living here in Southern California and in LA, it is impossible for us not to think about it because our fucking city hall is gold and purple right now. Our whole city is mourning. The Lakers are playing right now and Usher's singing fucking Amazing Grace because we're hurting. Mm. And I haven't felt like this since fucking Michael Jackson and Prince died, but like the world, the world is hurting. And so it only made sense for my Z, to, for the people to be about his passion, even though you know, he's a basketball player and not a football player. So this Z for the people is for Mamba Sports Foundation, the foundation that, you know, he worked hard with and his own daughter played for and where they were on their way to was one of these tournaments in the helicopter. And I know that him and his wife have a foundation of their own, but when you go to their website, it does direct you to Mamba uh, Sports Foundation. So they, if you don't know what it is and you keep seeing it all over Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff, then pretty much all it is is to help underprivileged communities with sports programs. The most fucking simple thing that a child should be able to do in any situation that they're in. And this helps out schools and, you know, sports organization teams um, to give the kids what they need to succeed. Because when you work on a team like these players that we talked about in today in this movie, they learned from each other and they grew from each other and they took that into their real life. It was it became different because it wasn't just about football. It's not just about the sport. It's about the camaraderie and the team and the building that you do with these teams. And Kobe has always been a person that cares so much for his team, even if his team might not necessarily understand or appreciate how much work he puts in and pressure he would put on his own people to be great. So I would love us all to be as great as the great and the late Kobe Bryant. So this foundation also goes to help equal opportunities for young women in sports, which is something that his daughter was looking forward to being his legacy and we lost them and it's just been a very tough week so that is my z for z for the people that's how i feel about that yeah if it makes you feel any better uh i was talking to a friend of mine uh the other day who is in the um aviation field and she happened to be able to listen to the recordings of the helicopter and 
from what she understands, they did not have even a second to know what was about to happen. And so I like to rest in the knowledge that he actually, they all actually perished very abruptly. Yeah. And that, you know, ah, fuck. So our thoughts and love and prayers go out to the families that lost someone on that tragic day. And that's my Z for the people. It's sad. Z for the people this week, y'all. But it felt like it worked, so. Tell them them where they can find us. I'm ready to fucking. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm tired. Sorry to end (laughs) on a sad note, but it is like. Zenobia said it has been a tough, tough week in Los Angeles for us. So you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Podcast, Podbeam, iTunes, Google Podcasts, wherever you look for podcasts, with the exception of Pandora, we are on there. Uh, We appreciate all of you. Please uh, follow us on Instagram and YouTube because we work hard on that stuff. And we like to uh, show you guys some behind-the-scenes stuff. We like to give you guys spoilers for the next movie that we're going to do. And uh, speaking of the spoilers for the next movie we're going to do, we're going to do a scene from next week's movie right now. And I'm not in any kind of headspace to do this because I'm all sad now. Sorry. But no, no, it was very much a necessary Z for the people. But uh, let me see if I can't find this uh, this voice. Let me slap you. Come here. I got <laughs> I got to do an accent right now. Not I got to do an accent. You right got to do an accent. I got to do an accent and a character. I gotta I gotta heighten my voice right now. Okay. <laughs> No, Lord. All right, one and done. Here we fucking go. Oh, my God. Let's do this. All right, got no more fluids, so let's see if we can't get this. (laughs) Don't judge me on my accent. I'm trying. Okay, I just want to throw that out there right now. This one's hard. I am not Jason. I can't do accents. No, I'm on. Let's do it. (laughs) All right. The key element for a successful sled team are a steady driver and three strong runners to push off down the ice. Ice! Ice? Well, it's kind of like a winter sport, you know? Winter as in ice? Maybe. You mean winter as in igloos and Eskimos and penguins and ice? Probably. See ya. Where where are you going? I'm going to take a hot bath. I'm getting cold just thinking about all this ice. No, no, you're going to join my bobsled team. What do you need me for? Who's the greatest pushcart driver in all of Jamaica? You're looking at him. Then you do it? No! (laughs) (laughs) But you be famous! (laughs) Son of a bitch! Look, Sanka. Deris, whatever your name is. <laughs> I'm done, man. You don't got to fill up my head with all this nonsense. You just got to say, Senka, you're my best friend. 
<laughs> I can't even keep going. I'm done. It's so hard to do that fucking accent. Well, we'll see how character. we will see how next week goes on that. Then, <laughs> well, you guys, you want to kiss my lucky egg? No, I don't want to kiss your lucky egg. Thanks, Coach. <laughs> we made it. We made it. Good job. I'm oh, thoroughly drunk. I'm, I'm thoroughly sleep good tonight. I'm ready to. I'm ready See, to sleep. This is the time when I wish we had leftover pizza. See, I tried to get us some pizza. Goddamn. I tried. I was like, I'll order some pizza. And, you know. It's all right. It's okay. All right, you guys. We're out of here. Yes. It is late. It yes. is now uh, Saturday, a.k.a. Thursday. Uh, we will see you <laughs> next week with a brand new episode of Lights, Camera, Cocktails. Cocktails. Oh, I'm cooking my grits.